Daniel, I don't know if you've heard this narrative, but um, Ohio State's a lock to score 40-plus on UGA. Well, Come, they get off the bus, they score 40 points, Clint. That's what, the, what, I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is Coach Day brings with him a beginning of 40 points. It's already assumed in the he game. He just carries it in a little satchel. It brings it right out there. It's weird that he has a satchel um, instead of a, a more predominant briefcase or security device to keep no, those 40 he, he feels the satchel is sufficient. But they're so easy to come by against Georgia that he is confident a satchel takes care of all of his needs. We're going to talk about why that is the stupidest thing in the entire world here oh. on Locked on Bulldogs. You are Locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. So excited that you are here with us on this Tuesday. Um, uh, listen, today's episode brought to you by Omaha Steaks. We love them. They're the place to go. More on them in a bit. But we're here talking about Georgia football. We're yes, getting excited about a meaningful football game, which is still to come for our team. Not everyone can say that. Stay tuned tomorrow for part one of Bowl Locks when we are going to break down some absolutely disgusting disgusting bowl games that are coming up here's and a hint i'm watching them all i'm watching every single one of them i'm probably going to wager on all of them all so we're gonna be talking about money. that as we move forward but george is getting ready to play a meaningful game on on new year's eve clint they're going up against the ohio state buckeyes the best team in the history of college football to ever not win their division and um it's exciting because it's really a – stop me if you've heard this narrative before. It's really a thunder and lightning type game. <laughs> it's I, really a – I hate you. Daniel's trying just, to trigger me. He's trying It's to really trigger. a contrast of styles. This yeah. is my favorite narrative about this game. Really a contrast of styles in this game. You've got – Said no one who's actually watched these two teams play. You've got the defensive juggernaut, sure. Georgia. Who just wants to get you in a phone booth? And how many times are we going to hear the word phone booth used in analysis of this game? They just want to get you in a phone booth and muck it up and play really smash mouth football. And then you got Ohio State, the high flying Buckeyes. I'm channeling my inner Gus Johnson here. I was just going to say, this is big new, new, noontastic, newniest, new. Buckeyes! And he's gone for two yards. Um,. Uh, it's the dumbest narrative I've heard in quite some time. Yeah, Clint. Ohio State fans buying into it, believing that they are going to score 40 points easily on the University of Georgia. And I just, it's so hard to explain football to someone who clearly doesn't know anything about football, but let who me has try. has a name of their university, the street named after Urban Meyer at the university? <laughs> It's hard to explain anything to them. Integrity Integrity Boulevard, yeah. I believe, is what's called. Kick your player while he's laying on the ground avenue, I believe is the name of it. Um, is it only cars on that street? Or are they allowed any watercraft on the street? Yachts can we confirm are endorsed. Or deny? I can can't, we... I can neither confirm nor deny 
that Urban Meyer is currently on a yacht entertaining all ill of people. Oh, I can't man. listen, man or beast. <laughs> he can't just look the back door of the yacht. Is back to just a little, just a little open. The, the, the back door, door of the yacht's yacht. just a little cracked, and we don't know. We don't know what or whom I or which is or walking deny. in there. That's all we're saying is we can't people, confirm or deny it. People love the banter game. They do love the banter. Let me let me explain to you how offensive production works. Please do. Okay? Um, apart from obviously defensive scores um, and special teams scores, right? Okay. When you have the ball in football, you're able to score a maximum of one time per possession. <laughs> It would take if you had. This is why if you have two possession lead against another team, that yeah, yeah, expand on that, <laughs> and you could keep it from the other team or only allow them one more possession. Of they the literally game. could not overtake you. Thank you. Okay, good. So you can only score one time. It could be three points. It could be six points. It could be seven points. It could be eight points. It could be eight points. Thank you. I'm here, but. It's just the one score per possession. Now, if right. you look at some interesting numbers, if you just, again, peruse some box scores, you'll notice a lot of 50 burgers on that Ohio State sheet, right? I mean, we're talking They're about— They're the best offense in America. We're talking about they put up 45 against Arkansas State. They put up—well, dang it, Clint. They put up 77 points against Toledo. Dadgummit. I if that's skewing the numbers at all. That's interesting. They only played the 12 games, and one of them was against Toledo, where they scored 77. Well, now that's interesting. Anyway, they put up 52 against Wisconsin, Clint, a Big Ten team, Wisconsin. Big 49 against Rutgers, 49 against Michigan State, 54 against Iowa, 44 against Penn State, 56 against Indiana. Do you notice what all these teams have in common that I'm talking about? But that's not what we're even going to get into. We're not even going to get into that today. No, we're not getting into that. What I'm trying to tell you is is that if you just peruse the box score, it looks like yes. Ohio State scores a ton of points. But my first point as to why Ohio State is not, is not going to score 40 points against Georgia, is not going to do it, is because when you look at points per possession or points per drive, Clint, you find that Ohio State is quite good. This they're, is interesting. They're quite good at, at scoring a lot of points per drive. Um, they're not as good at Georgia as Georgia at scoring points per drive because it turns out that Georgia actually scores more per possession than Ohio State does. It doesn't fit my narrative. This season, it does not fit anyone's narrative. And so if you're looking for offensive efficiency, mm-hmm. Georgia's the better offensive team in this game. If you're looking for defensive efficiency, Georgia's the better defensive team in this game. That's weird. And so Georgia will take its better offense, control the ball, its better defense, shut down Ohio State's offense, and um, Ohio State ain't sniffing. Not even getting an Urban Meyer tailpipe whiff of 40 points in this game. You understand what I'm trying to say to you? <laughs> I I do. I hope others don't, but I do. <clears throat> um, uh, you're exactly right, Daniel. The, people misunderstand. Let me just – I'm going to try to make this very simple for you. 
Okay. Passing the ball uh, in college football is is relatively they do 50 50 balls to put up a high flying offense that is air raid, whatever you want to call it, it is an effective way to score points now against higher caliber teams, Daniel. Uh huh. And, and this is, this is where I want to go to next. I want to give the kids a little preview here against better talented teams, better coach teams. It's harder to do that against. Okay. And we have the most, the easiest, simplest, straightforward answer and example in the entire world Mm -hmm. to give you that Georgia has already played this year. Yep. And we're going to talk about that. And also I'm going to bring a little Northwest love, Northwestern love. uh, Oh, we're going to talk about the Northwestern university purple cats. Oh, them purple cats, yeah, Daniel, them purple cats. But first I want to let you know about Omaha steaks. Omaha steaks is fantastic for this holiday season. If you need, to get a gift to any loved ones in your life. Get it in the shipping now because the holiday rush is upon us. It Mm. is coming very soon. Get over there to Omaha Steaks. And right now, whether you get uh, air-chilled boneless chicken, mm, delicious, do a little split chicken, cut that thing, butterfly that thing, put it in the oven, put some honey drizzle on it, get that seasoning. Yes, sir. Put a little butter right at the end so it melts right all over it. It's delicious. Why wouldn't you just pan fry it? Why wouldn't you just... You Listen, can do that you go too. any number of ways with this. Any, any number. You could do fillets or ultra juicy burgers. <clears throat> right now, you get thirty percent off over with the promo code locked on. Thirty percent off. Minimum order may be required. All right, Clint. Let's wrap this episode up. I'm hungry now. Um, after that, and you so... said pan fried. <clears throat> let's go. Okay. Um, I, Listen, I teased... we're going to talk about Tennessee, it, the Tennessee game in the third segment. Let's Great. talk. Let's bump that. Um, you want to talk about Northwestern? I want to talk about Northwestern because here's what everybody says. And it parlays into the Tennessee. Because what people said is the weather when 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 Ohio State played Northwestern Oh, the was weather, Clint. You'd never believe awful. this weather. You'd never believe it now, if I told you. I was here when the game was happening. Oh, no, you never believe it. It was bad. It was not a hurricane gale force weather. Okay. I walked outside. I was not blown to the side of the street. Mm. A little girl could not have been blown over by this wind. The rain was there. Sure. I understand sure. that. I get that. It was not horrible. It was bad weather. Sure. But this part, because, because again, Ohio State, well, if we had our, our full offensive weaponry, if we had our full arsenal, if we could do it, if the wind wasn't so obscene, if the, the wetness wasn't there yet, we would have beat them. Well, here's the problem with that logic. If you're telling me you're a efficient offense, then when I take away your ability to score one way, uh-huh. you would be efficient at scoring in every other possible way. Oh, interesting. Daniel, you would be able to run the football. You'd be able to do, uh, I'm sure a five, six, seven yard pass is still applicable even in the wind. I'm sure tunnel screens and split screens are all still at your arsenal. And yet Ohio State couldn't do anything efficiently. Couldn't, quote, fight in that phone booth against Northwestern, one of the worst teams this year. Daniel, mm-hmm. and if you can't outmuscle, outperform, outscheme, outblock, Georgia got on a couple of games this year and told the entire world and got in front of them, I am going to run up the middle mm-hmm. for 20 plays in a row. And do you know what we did? Georgia fans were much chagrined. They hated every moment of this. We still scored. Oh, interesting. 
we were efficient. Ohio State is not because they don't have it. Now, again, they want to say, well, we didn't have the threat of pass. Yes, you do. Yes, you did. You could still get your playmakers on the edge. You could still formation. You could still do everything. What you mean to say is you couldn't randomly huck it up on the outside and hope a 50-50 ball comes down. That's what you mean. Now, what happens if Kirby schemes and takes that away from you? Oh, no. And tries to make you one-dimensional. Like he has to every team this year? Every opponent. Make you one-dimensional. Make you beat us one way. Interesting. Now, I want to go back to the... To, again, just the the foolishness of this narrative. Um, And as you said, Georgia already has the comp. They already have. They've already done this. Ohio State is attempting to do something, beat a competent team that they've not done one time this year. Not one time have they done that this year. What about Maryland, Daniel? (laughs) (laughs) What about Maryland? Okay. Um, uh, let me go back to, let me go back to the schedule. I listed off all these games earlier, Arkansas state, Toledo, Wisconsin, Rutgers, Michigan state, Iowa, um, Indiana. I listed all those games earlier. Do you know what all those games had in common? Here's yes. Go ahead. Um, the opponent in those games put up. Less than 300 yards of total offense in the game in its entirety. It's in many yards. cases, Clint, uh-huh. it's it's down near 200 yards. In some cases, it's less than 200 yards of total offense. Iowa put up 158 against Ohio State. Now, Ohio State fans are going to tell me that they have a very efficient and talented defense. And I'm going to tell them to go watch the Michigan tape again. While they do, I'm going to tell you that these teams that I listed are some of the worst offensive teams in the history of college football. Okay, so just really quick, for framing for context, Daniel, give me that number of yards that they the teams that Ohio State played was below. Give me that In number every again. one of those games it was less than 300 yards per game. I'm going to give you the teams that averaged less than 300 yards for NCAA for the entire this year. This is great. This is great. Tell us who they are. <clears throat> you ready? Give us the list. I Colorado State. Okay. Rutgers. Mike Bobo still coaching down there. <laughs> He's is Rutgers on this list? Well, it turns out they are. <laughs> That's Rutgers, interesting. Colorado. Oh no, we know Massachusetts. Okay. Iowa. Okay, so now we have two t- two of the worst offenses in all of college football. Okay, so far on the list. And New Mexico. That's the whole list. So we're talking about teams that absolutely could not move the ball could not sustain drives and just you know give again more reference on this list that i didn't mention that's right above this outside of that is teams like arkansas state who's on the opponent on list. the list indiana on the list on the list uh these, these are going, historically bad offenses could not move the ball could not michigan first state downs. temple wisconsin Couldn't. 
They're all there. Kurt. They're all there. You don't have to tell me I've watched football before. The worst offenses oh in all gosh. of college football could not move the ball, could not sustain drives, could not score points, could not limit Ohio State's possessions. How many times can you score per offensive possession, Clint? It's it's just that one time. It's the one time. So if you have less possessions, Clint, can you score more points, the same number of points, or less points? It turns out, Daniel, if you don't get the ball to score the points, you can't score as often because it's just score the one as time. many points. So what if the other team goes three and out on every possession and punts the football right back to you? Do you is that give you more chances to score points, the same number of chances, or less chances to score points? And and this is I, this is the narrative that I've talked about how ridiculous historic this Georgia season has been. Because, Daniel, we gave the ball turnover-wise to teams. Yes, lost we, the turnover margin. We lost the turnover. And we gave ch- chances to teams yep. in very, very bad field position as well. And we but, when you have, but when you have the most efficient offense in all of college football, Clint, you're able to make up for some of that. So yep. listen, let me tell you what's not worked out great for Ohio State is when teams come out and move the ball and score against them. Now, all of a sudden, you've got a real situation going. Because you got to go back and forth, Daniel. Now, all of a sudden, it's not just like, oh, this team can't move the ball, and now we just get possession after possession. But all of a sudden, the game shortens a little bit. Each possession becomes a little bit more meaningful, each possession has a little bit more pressure on it, and C.J. Stroud reveals himself to be the fraud that he has always been, Georgia is not worried about getting boat raced by Ohio State because Georgia is going to keep the ball and score when they have the ball. That's, that's the difference between all these— and if you don't think that that is going to have an impact on Georgia's ability to limit Ohio State scoring, then you probably didn't watch the Tennessee game earlier this year, and so that's what we would love to talk to you about in the third segment. But first, we'll let you know about Built Bar. Built Bar is the most incredible protein bar on the planet. Daniel and I have tried them. We get they them all the them. time. I steal them from him. I don't think I've stolen anything in the last 10 years of my life except for Daniel's Built Bars that I just said, yep, this is mine now because they're that good. They taste good. like a candy bar. They are high in protein. They are low in sugar, high in fiber. They are delicious. They have all them flavors. They taste like a candy bar. We're not joking. Get over there right now. 15% off your entire order with Locked On 15. That's BuiltBar.com. Promo code Locked On 15. 15% off your entire order right now. Daniel, it's hard to try to convince pl- people of this narrative. You were just doing logic, like the most basic of logic. Just if, tell me, you tell me who the worst offenses in all of college football are. And I just at, did. You just did. And look at that. That's all of the opponents that Ohio That's State That's who Ohio State Now, State's I didn't played. notice. Did you say Vanderbilt on that? list as you were reading those uh, they were they were higher than stuff. than i believe five of the opponents vanderbilt now that's interesting because georgia played now i didn't hear you say kent state on that list i didn't notice that did you well, say kent state's kent actually pretty good offense yeah i'm not oh, interesting lie. that's it's interesting because um another school i didn't hear you name clint was tennessee that's because they're the number one team in yards well see ohio state's ranked second in almost every single offensive metric that there is 
second. Who's almost good at just like they are ranked second in the Big Ten East standings. So oh, no. it, it actually it actually is a lot of synchronicity no. here. So Ohio State, the second best team in the Peach Bowl, the second best team in the Big Ten East, and the second best offense in all of college football this year. Um they were behind Tennessee in every single statistical category. And the irony is is that Tennessee's already had to play us. And Ohio State hasn't had to play us yet. And still, they're not ranked ahead of Tennessee. Um, Tennessee's offense is explosive. It is efficient. It is. It is. um, We've already said, we said on yesterday's podcast, Josh Heupel does not care about running up the score on you. He will call timeouts against Missouri to try to score more points so that he can build a resume and then go and you know, defecate on the bed against South Carolina the following week. So glorious. He Tennessee's offense better than Ohio State's in every way. And then what had happened was is that um, they got stopped on a couple of possessions. Georgia didn't get stopped on any possessions. And by the time they blinked, it was halftime, and they had not scored any touchdowns yet. They That's interesting. They scored 13 points in the game against the University of Georgia, um, nearly half of what Kent State was able to put up because um, you'll learn, Ohio State fans, stop using the Kent State game as a metric for how Georgia's going to play against you. It's not the same thing. Quick question, Daniel. I, and, and again, our, our foil hats, our tinfoil hats, were made convincingly confirmed mm-hmm. in the SEC championship game. A lot, of, a lot of things coming out. Todd Munkin was fighting with one hand behind his back. He, the bag keeps going. You understand, when he reaches deep in the bag, there's, you need an elevator. To get to the bottom of that bag, Clint. He got stuff in there. Kirby Smart days. brought out some blitzes in the SEC championship game and against Tennessee. You ain't seen before. No. And and against Tennessee, he ran it four times in a row. Um and uh it listen, Ohio State, it's cute that you have an offense that you think is good. It is. You played against, objectively speaking, some of the worst worst opponents that anyone at any time has ever played against the only opponent that you played with a pulse absolutely skull dragged you at your own house and now you're going to come to atlanta and you think that an inferior to tennessee offense is going to score 40 points against this University of Georgia team that has had nothing to do for one month. Did any defensive players go to New York and sightsee and watch any Broadway shows? Did Were there a bunch of defense? Was Jalen Carter out there, Clint? Was he out there watching? Uh, even more important, Daniel, can you – I'll wait for you to list all the teams Georgia has given up 40 points to this year. Well, hang on. First, I would have to start by listing the schools that they gave up more than 30 points to. Well, that's interesting. Okay, I finished that list. And so now I'm moving on to the list of schools that they gave up 40 points to. It, Kirby Smart loves making you one-dimensional. We already said that. Mm-hmm. He's going to take away 
your one receiving threat that you have. He's going to make you run the ball, and you can't beat Jalen Carter, JDJ, and anybody else. It's to the tune of 40. You might catch a few points here and there. Sure. I, I'm not doubting I that. I can't that's believe how happen. pathetic Tennessee looked against Georgia. Honestly, I thought they would do better. Thank you. We were so enamored with that game because it was lockdown upon lockdowns. Mm-hmm. It, w- it was a boat race, but inverted. We were the one boat racing them. I'm going to think they're going to score some points, but 40, please, y'all. It's like not. That's your nice. best hope. The thing you need to concentrate on, Ohio State fan, is you better just tease and peas to Ryan Day coaching up that defense. Uh-oh. That's what you need because we are going to out-scheme your defense. Because please just go compare Georgia's offense to Iowa's, to Indiana's, to Michigan State's, Maryland. To I didn't list Maryland. Maryland's below Vanderbilt, by to, the way. Listen, they're not – Georgia's offense is one of the best, most efficient in all of college football. And in this game, assuming that the turnover margin, which no one can predict, assuming the turnover margin is equal, here's the thing that we know is true about this game. Within one possession, Georgia and Ohio State are going to get the same number of possessions. Right? Like you might get the, the... second half kickoff and you might get it to end the first half and get the Gary Danielson special that he talks about every single game of his career, but you're not going to out possession us. So so again, three, four, five possessions. And this is the logic that I'm trying to understand to you. So if you get the same amount of times to do something as somebody else Mm -hmm. and they have a better percentage of succeeding than you do, and they have a much better percentage of stopping their opponent from succeeding than you do. Okay. Statistically speaking, you have to introduce new data, new variables that aren't there presently mm-hmm. to beat that. Well, the and new variables were told by their doctor that it's best if they sit out and quit on the team and head, focus on the NFL. Uh, the doctor didn't That's tell what him the that. new variables were told by their doctor. Claim. Yeah. So I, how sure. dare you argue with a doctor? I'm, again, <laughs> a doctor at Ohio State is currently on a yacht somewhere. <laughs> and he's, you know what, Daniel? He's Honorary checking some things. Doctor. Honorary he's, doctorate. Listen, he's, it's he is. He's checking There some are a things. lot of similarities between that yacht and a doctor's office. And we can just leave it right there. Third segment listeners, so happy to have you on board. Um, Hey, tell a friend about the podcast. Yes. Subscribe to the audio. Leave us a five-star rating and review. If you've you've never done that on an audio platform, or if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, go on Spotify, leave us a five-star rating, or vice versa. That would help us out a tremendous amount. Thank you so much for listening to the end. We are the Locked on Bulldogs podcast, and we'll be back tomorrow with more on this University of Georgia football team. We'll see you then. See you.